Welcome to the Finnish One Piece podcast. Uh, speaking is your captain, Ossi, and uh, with me is my uh, first mate and the ship's doctor, Amin. Uh, what's going on? I'm starving, but otherwise I'm okay. Oh yeah, it's uh, we are recording this. Uh, Ramadan has just begun, so yeah. in case yeah. we have any uh, Muslim listeners, uh, Ramadan Mubarak to all of you. Yes, Ramadan Mubarak. Did I say it correct? Yes, you said it correctly. You actually pronounced it very correctly. So nice. That's, that's great. That's I'm. It's very important to be uh, yeah respectful yeah. of this holy month and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. So we are Finnish One Piece podcast. We yeah. Uh, it's a podcast about One Piece by two Finnish guys who talk in English because we want to like uh, make sure that even our like international friends have like uh, same level of like have to feel same level bad as our Finnish friends when they <laughs> say that they didn't listen to our our little stupid project. Yeah, yeah, they have no excuses. We're just like going in. Hardcore, nice. nice. Yeah. They they have to admit that no 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 I can't listen to that like sound quality is bad and you you stutter way too much we can't like uh, <laughs> understand what you are saying half of the time and then like uh, okay, okay okay well what fuck like buy us a new mic then like what yeah, you yeah. give buy I mean, English lessons as long as uh, they like get even an ounce of this excitement alone we have for the series. I think we did well, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. We did well. that, that is true for sure. And uh, today we will be talking about the uh, uh, second volume of One Piece. Uh, the which title is uh, Versus Bookish Crew. The Finnish title is uh, Captain Bookish Crew. Captain Book in Yokio. And uh <clears throat> sorry. The Japanese title is Versus the Bucky Pirate Crew or Basasu Baki Kaisokudan. <laughs> I really love you reading the Japanese, it's amazing. Oh yeah, my god. I, 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 yeah, making sure we never will have any like uh <laughs> Japanese <laughs> listeners. And by the way, uh, I'm just getting those like uh, uh, romanizations from like uh, One Piece Wikia. Uh, really? You like? You're really like good at pronunciation. In in my eyes, in my ears, you know. Like I mean, I, I just like look at how it's written and then pronounce it how like in Finnish with that like with yeah. that like. Uh, <laughs> With that, like slight Japanese, yeah, accent. I mean, no, maybe not even accent. Maybe not they are like accent. I don't know, like uh, you know, I hear Japanese and they're like, okay, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 uh, no. Slightly racist, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, tell us in the comments. <laughs> yes, please do. No, no, actually, I, what I've heard is like uh, obviously in anime they like talk in over the top way 
they like pronounce the words in over the top way. Like if you go to Japan and like listen to them speak, it's nothing similar than to anime. So what I meant is like when you're reading it, you have this anime feel, which makes it like I don't know more homey, more One Piece, and I like it. I like it. Yeah, well, I I take that as a compliment. I I meant it as a compliment also, but yes. Yeah, that was actually obvious. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm a bit tired. I'm a bit tired, <laughs> but it's no, okay. Like I said, uh, volume number two is today's subject matter, and it consists of uh, the chapters from nine to seventeen, and it's like uh. It has inside it like the major part of what is known as the Orange Town arc. So mm -hmm. it's like uh, the whole book is uh, part of one story. So we are we have we have a little bit like uh, divided in structure, but like that's only like to, to help us uh, with our conversation. But uh, uh, let's start with like initial like feelings like before going in in like uh, what were you thinking? I mean, uh, I really liked this book a lot. It was like very simple and very straightforward. Uh, I had really good memories. It was like basic like you know one piece story structure that we keep seeing a lot that i never get tired of like luffy and his crew go to another island and they meet this evil dude and they beat him up and there's a lot of like how do i explain emotional like aspects like emotional peaks that i really like love and i don't think any other series does it as well and uh yeah i'm really looking forward to talk about it when we get to it yeah yeah uh i remember like uh years ago like when first book had come out and i was like okay one piece this is the new like uh cool cool series i was excited and uh the like uh second volume was supposed to like come in soon like they back then they uh, released a new one every month in Finnish yeah. and uh, it was late it was like many weeks late I remember and uh, it was so <laughs> annoying and it became like this uh, curse of the Finnish one piece for a while that it was like so really really often late like it was ridiculous like I don't yeah. know why it was always late but that's just like like how, how it went nowadays it's almost like always like early because it only comes uh four times a year because they mm -hmm. are like uh so close to the japanese release yeah and uh yeah uh going back to it again like yeah it's fun like early one piece stuff like uh uh it's like uh yeah i don't know what to say other than like i really enjoy it it's not like the most uh, complicated story. Like it's relatively simple because, like, uh, yeah, compared true. to like uh, the long storylines that come later. But it has like the same aspects, the same like core ideas that we always keep seeing. That like, if it works for you here, like, 
it will work for you later also. Yeah, sure. Uh, and um, what else must I say? Yeah, it's some of like what's surprising. Like I noticed like uh, how quickly it goes and like how like, for example, some fights were like even shorter than I remembered. Mm. But uh, we get on to them as we as we start to go through the story and go into the details. And um, I think I'm gonna like now, uh, I once again have uh, written a short plot summary. So, yes. to help us get started. <clears throat> Luffy's meeting with the pirate-hating thief Nami ends up with Luffy being uh, a pirate captain, Bookie the Clown's prisoner. After Luffy pisses Buggy off, Zoro arrives and helps Luffy and Nami escape. Boogie, however, is furious and declares war against the trio. While hiding from Boogie's wrath, Luffy and his friends meet a dog named Shushu and town's mayor Poodle. After the dog and the mayor earn Luffy's respect, Luffy decides to take on Boogie's crew and make Nami his comrade. And that yeah. was the... Uh, short summary of what happens in the book. Of course, we fill in the details as we move forward. And, uh, so starting with the be uh, very beginning, we have the uh, first meeting. Uh, I mean, it was already like uh, started at the end of the last book, but the uh, first meeting of Luffy and Nami, which starts with uh, Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed their uh, small conversation in the... What did you, they go, like a pub or like a small no, it was house? Just a, it was just a house oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. abandoned yeah, because uh, yeah. uh, the town, uh, the orange town where the story takes place is emptied because the people of the town have fled because of the mm. uh, bookies crew have taken, on, mm. taken it over. So uh, yeah, Nami no. and Luffy hide in the beginning in the in a, just a abandoned house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I really like their conversation because like <laughs> Luffy was not like he's in another level of thinking. Like he's getting the names wrong, he's getting the ideas wrong, and like uh, Nami being like Luffy's straight woman is just like hilarious and i always like that uh you know dynamic between them like luffy just being himself and nami just trying to be the voice of reason like yeah it's, it's really funny and it it's funny because it started like uh there's a bit of like this uh we find out that nami is uh excellent navigator and mm. uh we find out that uh she's a thief who hates pirates and because uh, pirates uh, killed someone he she uh, loved, and uh, mm -hmm. she is really into uh, gold and uh, mandarins or tangerines, yeah. or citrus fruit, anyways. <laughs> and uh, uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's funny because like uh, there's this bit of on-off in the beginning where like Luffy mm -hmm. is not interested in cooperating with Nami. And then yeah. suddenly he he wants him to join his crew, and then like uh, 
what happens is that Nami essentially sells Luffy out to Boogie and then Luffy mm. again doesn't want her and it goes like first it goes on and off yeah but then we get to the uh what's very like usual with Luffy that like uh, he he wants Nami to join and he isn't very much interested in whether Nami necessarily likes this or not <laughs> Really like that. He's basically just like you know, really hard-headed. Like once Luffy decides, like, okay, I like you, I want you in my crew. It's it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's just like lovely. Uh, yeah, uh, we get to see like a lot of like uh, small foreshadowings. Like Nami, like is really clear. Like she doesn't like pirates. She doesn't like you know accept them and she really is into mandarins and treasure like you said mm. and she also yeah. mentions that like her goal is to uh, yeah, yeah, collect, yeah. Hun- collect 100 million uh, berries which is uh, berry is the uh, money money in one piece uh, and uh, currency currency is yeah. named berry and uh, Nami's goal is to collect 100 million berries so that she can buy a certain village, which mm-hmm. is revealed here. And uh... Uh, Another thing that I really uh, paid a lot of attention right now, because, you know, I'm going back to it, is like at the beginning uh, when Nami and Luffy are like talking before they go inside the house, uh, Nami is really interested with uh, Luffy's hat because at the last chapter, uh, Luffy was really protective of his treasure. And Nami is like really straightforward what is treasure in her mind at that moment. It's like even it's jewels, gold, or a treasure map. And Luffy is just like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. He, Nami thinks that like uh, Luffy is hiding a treasure map in the hat. And that is why like mm-hmm. he basically Luffy beat. Uh, few of Bucky's men because they dare to touch his hat. And that yeah. like uh, brings us to like, which is the theme of the Orange Down arc very much is the uh, treasures and whether it's like something that has personal value to you or whether it's something that has like a financial uh, value like uh, gold and mm. jewels and mm. things like that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, Luffy is very much on the like the personal value side. Yeah. There are some other characters that come up here. While the uh, villain of the story, Boogie, is very much on the more traditional uh, side of what's treasure. Yeah. yeah. And talking about Boogie, like, I really enjoyed his first introductions in this, like, chapter. I always thought he was, like, at the beginning, he looked like a idiot in my eyes like when i was first reading the book it's just like you see this shadowy figure around this like big round nose and then like we get like a small snippet of his uh devil fruit powers and it looks really badass where he's just like sitting in the chair and we also get to see like his uh horrible horrible hearing he, you're saying that uh, his badass power is sitting in a chair. Yeah, and he's like levitating a person. Like at the beginning, like I didn't know his powers. Like yeah, like, you, you, you should maybe you know? maybe mention that 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Out of faith. True, 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 true. Uh, what, I was what like, happens in the scene is that um, so so we meet Bookie for the first time and uh, we see that he has like this nose that is a big red like a uh, nose of a uh, clown and that's mm. where his epithet clown comes from and uh, he basically like uh, one of his uh, minions uh, says something. Boogie hears it wrong and thinks that the, this uh, uh, comrade of his is uh, mocking his nose. So Boogie, uh, with his power, lifts uh, this uh, villain in the air and then he shoots him with a cannon. Mm. And we are also, uh, Nami also mentions in the same chapter that Boogie is known, known for his... Uh, obsession with cannons and as well uh, rumored to be using magic, which is like we know that it means uh, devil's sport power, but yeah. as we know in this uh, part of the One Piece world, the devil's sports are not that well known. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's uh, interesting because like uh, Bookie is a bit of a mindstay in the series and like this is a much crueler Bookie than we have like later seen like uh, yeah. It, yeah. Here, here, his introduction is literally shooting his comrade with a cannon. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the fact that he is like uh, always hearing things wrong, thinking people are mocking his no, no, nose, is like very like mm. uh, always stays with that character. Mm. He, he has this like uh, well, he's a clown, so he has a lot of humor, and I really enjoyed the puns when I was reading the Finnish translation yeah. uh, first uh, kind of didn't get the same impact in reading the English translations uh, yeah. because the quality isn't as good but I remember clearly like just really loving all of the puns they made with his notes. Yeah. It might, might, must, must be like hard to like uh, translate the, these kind of conversations where you have to like Make sure mm. that like what the person uh, accidentally mocking Bookie, like what he says, has to be somehow somehow twisted into something that like is believable mm. that Bookie could hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. If, uh, it's, <laughs> even if it's absolutely absurd. Yeah, but it's just like it's like I I really love that scene. It's it's one of my favorites uh, introductions because of like the absurdity of like Buggy like being a clown and still having this huge complex about his nose, and like it, it always makes me think like uh, which came first, like the chicken or the egg? Like is Buggy the clown a clown because of his nose, or the other way around? Like. Do you understand me? Like, did he no, become a clown? Uh, okay, okay, let me try to explain. Like, did he become a clown because he has a big red nose from the beginning? Or, like, is it something like he's always loved? I mean, he's had that. It's his actual nose. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. But, like, so he's always I'm, I'm been just thinking. Like that, so. and we yeah, know but, like, the clown aspect of that is something I mean, I've always wondered myself. Yeah, I mean, obviously he built it around it because yeah, yeah, he had the nose before he knew what clowns are. 
Yeah, so in this like first interact, we don't yet know what his power is. So it looks like he's yeah. like levitating the uh, comrade he shoots. Mm. Mm. But then, uh, also, yeah. It also reminds me of like uh, in Wanted, we read the second version of Romance Dark. Yeah. Yeah, and and it really reminded me of the main baddie in that one because yeah, like they yeah. have both of this yeah they have this both like magical uh, abilities that are like really weird and kind of like similar ish design like being really absurd in a way yeah but the difference between them is here that. Uh... Uh, as we so learn, focus powers are very clearly defined. Yes. While Spiel was like completely random, like he was able to explode people and uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, uh, what happens with uh, Nami and Luffy's uh, conversation is that, like, uh, in the end, like uh, Nami, like, uh, what was it? Like, they make a deal, but Nami says that. Uh, in order her, for her to honor this deal, um, Luffy must come uh, with her to meet Boogie. And what happens is that Nami ties Luffy up and offers him to uh, Boogie. And oh, yeah, we have to mention that uh, Nami stole Map of Grand Line from Boogie. And yeah. that is why, like, Boogie's men were after Nami, and like, there's like a hatred already mm -hmm. there. But like Nami comes and he and she pretends that uh, Luffy was uh, her boss all along, and she says that like, yeah, I got tired of my boss. Here she is captured. Let me join your crew, Bookie the Clown. And Bookie's yeah. like laughing his ass off. Like, yeah, I like I, I like this chick's attitude and like, yeah, welcome aboard. Yeah. And yeah. like uh, they put put Na Luffy inside a little cage. I I always like that. Uh scene when she's like yeah i got tired of it. let me join your crew it, it sounds like something a pirate would do like it, it has this piratey feeling like like yeah. immediately right after she portraying luffy they have like this party and like jolly and everything but it's like <laughs> i guess this is how pirates work yeah so they start partying and the uh, bookie is like made base Boogie's base is a uh, town's bar, which is, uh, mm. I think it's named Drinker's Bar or something mm. like that. It was like, I don't like really like, uh, uh, how do you say, like obvious, like very descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bar where you're a drinker, where you can drink drinks for your thirst of drinks. Yeah. Anyway, um, and they start partying and uh, and as uh, party goes on, Bookie gets a fun idea that hey, Nami, it, as I like this, like uh, how do you say like um, uh, as a way to like uh, celebrate your joining of the crew or like proving yourself, like here's a cannon, mm. uh, shoot your old boss, and uh, like out of here, like I have this like cool special uh, special. Uh, cannonballs that are so powerful that they might like destroy a, a small village with like one shot yeah and then like we have this scene of uh, 
where Nami is like uh, hesitating, like like no no no, like why don't we just like have nice time and like sell him somewhere or something like yeah. like let's just keep on drinking and whatnot because Nami's plan she is not loyal to Bookie either. She's plan is to mm-hmm. like uh, uh, get them all drunk and then like uh, steal their treasure and the map so that uh, yeah. she can like move onwards from the city. Yeah, and and she was also planning of uh, eventually um, uh, opening Luffy's cage and letting him go also because she doesn't have any bad feelings towards him. So it kind of like shows like uh, she isn't really as bad as she eventually, like as she at the beginning seemed by betraying Luffy. That yeah, like no. she never had. Yeah, yeah. she just like. Uh wanted to like uh, take advantage of her of him and yeah. like and yeah. also for yeah. uh, her Luffy is just a pirate and like yeah. uh, she sees pirate as like uh, bad people who like uh, ruin people's mm-hmm. lives and kill mm-hmm. people yeah. and like and uh, yeah she's hesitating and she she's like wondering what to do, do and here we get like Luffy being like yeah, this is what happens when you are not like prepared to, when you go against pirates without like uh, proper preparation, and then yeah. Nami is like, uh, "What do you mean? Like, uh, I need to be able to like kill innocent people that can't like uh, defenseless." And then Luffy says, "No, no, no. You have to be like be like ready to put your own life on the line," which is something yeah. that like uh, we saw saw him learn when he was kid in the first book in the very beginning, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, uh, when, yeah, when Shanks was helping him against the uh, mountain bandits. Yeah, and I, I really like like how Nami is in this story like very convert conversational, not conversational. Like she's like really angry at pirates, and she's taking that out on Luffy, which is understandable. But like, she kind of works as this like very strict morally like you know completely opposing of pirates and i really like that like she it shows how little she thinks of pirates and it it will like make it like more how do i explain this like we we, it gives it more impact when we see like how luffy is actually like slowly winning her over by like demonstrating what kind of pirate he is like not all pirates are like buggy you know yeah in that one piece world yeah, yeah. certainly and um, then like uh, what ends up happening is that this one of like book is like uh, comrades comes to Nami and like hey what are you hesitating like it's very easy you just like light the <laughs> light the mash and light the fuse of the cannon and what happens is that Nami uh, uh, reacts with instinct and like pulls out her staff and uh, he, uh, takes down this uh, little pirate. Mm-hmm. And then, like, of course, uh, all of Bookie's crew is like shocked, like, what the fuck, like, you, we were about to make you, make you our like comrade, but now you're like rebelling against us right away. And uh, yeah, and uh, they are Nami easy. just, yeah, Nami, like, first time like uh, I think she says why she hates pirates is 
at that scene and she's like yeah says like you pirates took something dear from me and then luffy like we see this like small panel of luffy like oh okay now i understand why you hate pirates yeah you someone you love was killed by pirates so yeah. it mm. makes sense that you have hatred towards them and also yeah. like um yeah, this is also like first time we see Nami's weapon, which is just a like staff that is like made up of three little sticks that combine mm. into a, a proper staff. And like uh, in this, uh, in the beginning, like we are told, like Nami is not like a fighter. Like she can hold her own against a regular person with her staff, mm. but uh, she doesn't have like proper fighting skills. And she's more yeah. of a thief and a navigator, yeah. which is like. It yeah, really we, fits her, you know, yeah. her personality. Like we we've been shown, like she's more of a cunning person. Like she she prefers to use her uh, brains uh, instead of her brawn. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes like sense in a way because Zoro and Luffy at this point are like uh, uh, very much fighters and they're like super powered. And like then we have like. Uh, like a, mm. a brainy guy to like uh, compensate, but of course, like yeah. it is like uh, in a way shame that the the girl one is the one who is the like the brains one and like, <laughs> doesn't get like proper fights in yeah, the beginning. That is true. And, that is true. Uh, even with staff, you could like do awesome stuff. Like it's always like when you watch some like Hong Kong kung fu movie and the yeah. guy brings out a like a staff and then like makes all the good moves but but yeah, yeah it's it's kind of shame and like yeah. um originally like when oda was designing nami uh her her initial uh, initial like design she had like this uh prosthetic arm yeah right of like huge axe. Yeah, yeah she had like a prosthetic arm and a huge axe which which also like that's like over over the top uh, of it means yeah that's like too much like that was like yeah. uh, it, it clearly like this fits but Nami's personality better and like yeah. we la later in the story she does get like a proper weapon like her proper fighting debut scum comes in uh, volume 21 and that's like when she gets uh, becomes awesome fighter too yeah, yeah. But at the beginning, she's more like the brains of the crew. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so what is happening in the story is like Nami is like uh, trapped. Like she is not a fighter. She can't fight Buki's whole crew. And just in the right moment, that's like this. Uh, also, by the way, Buki's crew, like they all, it's a circus team. They are all dressed up in like silly like clown costumes and whatnot and it's just a fun detail that i love like especially in, <laughs> in the early one piece like all the crews well at least most of the crews have like a team yes that yes. they all follow like the and the first one is this circus teams like they're all a bunch of like clowns and have animal costumes and whatnot but anyway they all like attack nami and she can't like fight them off because like they are all yeah. like acrobats and whatnot and yeah. just as they are about to like get killed like finally Zoro arrives as we remember from uh end of the last book he also met like few of uh Bookie's uh men and like 
force them to uh, bring him to Boogie, and so Zoro arrives, takes down some of the Boogie's men, and yeah. this is like everybody in Boogie's uh, crew knows who Zoro is because we know remember from the first book that Zoro is like infamous around these seas and like uh, mm. known as the pirate hunter and yeah. and right away like Boogie is like okay pirate hunter Zoro like if I take you down I will become like uh, my fame will go up and people will yeah. fear me even more yeah. and uh, what happens is that okay they Zoro slicing with all his three swords and yeah. we see like this amazing panel of Boogie just being split up in pieces. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and and we see that but for some reason like Boogie's men like don't seem shocked at all. Oh, they're just laughing. And yeah. Luffy is just like shocked, like, okay, uh first of all, Bucky is really weak. <laughs> and second of all, what kind of reaction is this? You know? So uh, it, was, it was really yeah. interesting. Yes, and then uh, what happens right away is like that Zoro gets stabbed, and we see that Bookie's uh, chopped off hand is flying, levitating, and has stabbed Zoro. And we are yeah. we get the revelation of Bookie's devil fruit power, which is that of a chop chop fruit. So yeah. his power is that he can be chopped into pieces, like uh, he can, yeah, he can, like for example cut off his own hand and then yeah. like all the parts that he cuts off can be levitated except for his teeth and that way like uh he's immune to all like uh cutting uh all the blades basically yeah. basically making like uh him a uh, like worst opponent for Zoro. Yeah and it's kind of like interesting because uh Luffy as a rubber man his special weakness is swords. Because you can't cut off rubber, like you can cut rubber, and yes, for yeah. buggy, like that is actually his specialty, which is like yeah, really it's like uh, they're in a way opposite because like yes, Luffy can be hurt with like uh, bullets or a blunt object. Yeah. These on the other hand work Buggy just as well as a regular person, but Buggy mm-hmm. can be cut, which works yeah. on Luffy like a regular person, so. Yeah. That is like interesting, like uh, they're like opposites in that sense, which is also like yeah. in the beginning, I always felt like Boogie could become like the main main villain of the series, which well, he didn't. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. I mean, you not. never know what's gonna happen, you never know what's gonna happen, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's like really, really fun power, too. He it's can, it's like, very unique yeah and we see like um as like he move moves uh levitates his uh hands that have knives in them and how Zoro has like difficulty um blocking mm. them especially now because like Boogie hit him hit Zoro in the side with his knife and it came right through him and like yeah. uh he's basically very badly wounded Luffy then gives Zoro like the order that hey escape Let's yeah. ru- run away, and then Zoro is like, "Okay, that's my captain's order." What he does is that uh, we still have that uh, cannon in there. What uh, Zoro does is he turns it around 
so that it faces Pookie's crew. And uh, then like Nami shoots a cannon, causing this giant explosion in the in the roof of the bar where they are. Mm. And then like we see this awesome scene where Sora like because they don't have key to Luffy's cage, so Sora just lifts mm. it up and uh he's bleeding really badly from his side and like Luffy's like, oh my god, like Sora stop like uh your yeah. like uh, internal organs are going to like come out. And then Zoro's <laughs> like, Yeah, I do what I I want and I, if they come out I I'll just put them back in. Yeah. And it's really powerful scene, especially yeah. like considering like uh, how how these two guys like they have they they basically just met each other, but there's already like this such a strong like bond between them. Yeah, they they really understand each other's like they basically are in the same length of uh, thoughts, and it shows like really well how loyal Zoro is. Yeah, and how like right away he was like uh, in the first book like he he was like uh, Luffy earned his respect and like Zoro saw his ambition and I was also thinking like maybe there is a bit of like uh, we don't know how much like friends Zoro has like in his past life but like remembering how he lost someone who shared yeah. his ambition, so maybe there is yeah. a little bit of that too, that like he doesn't want to like lose another, oh, another big dreamer like him. But like, uh, one of the things that I really paid attention rereading is like, if you think about how Luffy got himself into this situation by being basically a dumbass, by like uh in his in Zoro's eyes because like last time he saw Luffy he got caught by bird and then he's in a cage and he comments on that like is this your type of having fun like what's going on but still like immediately like they're in a sticky situation he's bleeding he's hurt and Luffy just says like run away and he just immediately like follows Luffy's orders I I really enjoyed that yeah. Of course, because he knows that Luffy is a goof, and he sees that he's yeah, in trouble. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. So. But course, it like, shows like how reliable Zoro is. Yeah. Throughout. The yeah, series. definitely. And uh, so they they are able to escape, and uh, then they like end up on the street, like uh, resting because Zoro is bleeding so bad. Which is, in hindsight, after you've read like all like ninety books, you know that like. <laughs> Uh, compared to what like Zoro will go through, this wound is yeah. like a like a little thing. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's funny, like, like yeah, it's funny how like the, the series uh, develops in more ridiculous and more ridiculous like uh, more ridiculous place all the time. So mm. the two like end up on the street and like and they meet a dog that's standing very uh sitting very almost like a statue <laughs> but like yeah. uh luffy starts poking the dog and they start fighting <laughs> because like luffy is so goddamn dumb that he ends up fighting even with small animals because yeah and yeah. uh yeah uh then nami arrives she too was able to escape thanks to zoro and luffy and what she brings them is the uh key to luffy's cage 
and she tells them like yeah i was able to steal the key for you because you helped me but it, that's uh i did miss opportunity to uh steal uh the grand blinds map back mm. so and what happens next is that they're about to open Luffy's cage but then the dog eats the key <laughs> I, I really love this dog, like the first introduction of this dog and how Luffy like uh, develops a uh, friendship with him. It's just like they start at this like mortal enemy basically where like they don't get along at all mm-hmm. and it's just like amazing humor. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really fun and uh, at the same time back at Bookie's place like we are introduced to Bookie's first mate, uh, Mochi, who is like this... <laughs> uh how do you say like uh beast tamer like yeah. uh he's a, he claims that he's able to tame any animal he interacts with and he's riding at this big ass lion named richie yeah. who in here looks quite intimidating actually the lion <laughs> which is like in uh, you can hear amin is laughing so uh let, let's just say that this uh initial uh way of uh, we are show introduced the bookies crew like uh, they are maybe not as tough as they seem right here, but anyway, the, it's really fun how like uh, Moji is introduced and all of like bookies crew are like they basically idolize this guy, this mm. uh, lion riding, uh, and and Moji is like bookie like tells him like you go after and kill these uh, bastards who embarrassed me and. Mochi is like excited, like you are giving me the head of the uh, famous pirate hunter Roronu Azoro, and um, yeah, and yeah. At the same time, like uh, Luffy, Zoro, Nami, they meet uh, the mayor of ta- of Orange Town, Boodle, who has come to the city to feed the dog, who we are now told is named Chushu, and. Uh, we are told the story of uh, why, why is this dog left behind while all, all the people from town are gone. And we learn that uh, Shushu is protecting this pet, pet food store uh, that, was, uh, that, the, that was owned by Shushu's owner. And Shushu's owner died away, so the pet, sto- pet food store is the only like memory uh, Shushu has of his Former, former owner, and um, it has become Shushu's treasure. And telling like this, like uh, we also like uh, Namisi starts to understand the meaning of like uh, treasure that has personal value to you. Yeah. And uh, Luffy also, of course, like uh, is able to relate to this dog. And we are like told that the dog is very smart. Like he knows, like. Uh, things are not good in town right now and he wants to protect and he knows that his owner is dead so he wants to like yeah. protect his owner's memory yeah and uh, and then they hear that oh no mochi is coming and uh, oh they take Zoro to major mayor's uh, uh house to like rest because he's wounded and when they come back like uh they hear that mochi is coming so Boodle and Nami escape, but they leave Luffy in the cage in the middle of the street. <laughs> and, uh, 
they it's just multi- like yeah sorry go on please Mochi comes and uh, and um, yeah Mochi. so Mochi comes on and he sees uh, Luffy in that cage yeah and uh, it's really funny scene because Luffy starts mocking Mochi right away because Mochi has this really weird uh, hairstyle that looks like uh, he has uh, like bear ears ears of yeah. an animal on top of his head and Luffy's like uh, that's a, that's a funny looking hood you have there and Mochi gets like insulted like how dare you this is my actual hair and uh, <laughs> Luffy's like that yeah that's like really weird and uh, then like Mochi commands his lion to attack Luffy who's in the cage still and this uh, lion Richie he he's able to like easily like bite bite the cage and break it and then he just punches Luffy away to the other other streets and uh, mm. and then as Moji and Richie are about to continue searching for Zoro because they don't care about Luffy because Luffy is nobody to them. They don't know who this is. So yeah. like some idiot like they think that he's dead by this one punch. And uh, as they're about to leave, uh, Richie notices the pet food store and it's like Ooh, I'm I'm a pet. I want I want to eat pet food. <laughs> so so much is like sure, well enough. Oh, Mochi is not as good uh, of a uh, animal tamer as he claims. Like uh, we see, like him, him trying to like command Shushu, but Shushu just bites him and like seems that he maybe doesn't control Richie that well either. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we see. Uh, Shushu fighting really bravely against a lion that is like three times his, no, ten times his size, like giant lion versus like a little mm. little dog. And uh, yeah. when Luffy finally comes up, he's like, "Yeah, I've decided I'm gonna make Nami my comrade, uh, navigator of my crew, and I'm also like gonna take out Fuki because like yeah. he's now pissed me off." And uh, when Luffy comes back to the place. Of the pet store, he finds like uh, the store is on fire, and Shushu is like uh, wounded all over, crying, and uh, mm. that's when like we see like Luffy like makes his decision like yeah, I really respect that dog, and he goes and goes and challenges Moji to a fight. Yeah, uh, I always really love the scene where like Luffy's just walking and he's just hears in the distance like uh, Muchi like uh, oh not Muchi like a dog uh, barking, barking and like pet store is on fire and you can see the tears and like the paneling is done like really well where it's like yeah. just getting closer and closer to Luffy's eyes and you can see the like determination. You know, in Luffy's eyes, like the understanding and the pain and the tears, just like really powerful scene. Yeah, I agree. Like it's really like uh, the emotion really comes through, which is like yeah. really, like great because it's uh, I guess just a dog is a bit insulting to dog lovers of the world, but on yeah. the other hand, like uh, I'm fine with dog lovers of the world <laughs> being insulted. <laughs> I'm dog lover too. Like, I mean, who I is think it? It, like dogs are wonderful. Like I love them. But yeah. like, anyway, 
Yeah. We have this dog that's crying, like his treasure is like burned, burning. It's yeah. like his life. He lived in that store with his owner. Yeah. Like, and it's like, a, so Luffy goes up to the Richie and Moji, and uh, it's pretty like epic scene, in my opinion, like, uh, because. Richie and Moji, they don't stand a chance against Luffy. Oh, definitely not. Like Luffy has this uh, introduced another cool technique. I have not checked his name. Uh, uh he didn't really say the name. Yeah, he did. He did say the name of the technique. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. It's he did, in Finnish, it's Gumi Gumi Mokari, but I'm not Mokari. sure how to, oh. Like oh. some sort of like hammer or something. Yeah, uh, but it's it's really cool. Yeah, I'm not even like know how to describe it. It's basically a throw where he like first fists his arms uh, around each other, and then takes mm. uh, uh, grabs the lion from its face and then like throws him with lion like uh, going around in circles in the air and then like yeah. punches his face, uh, the lion's face in the. Uh, ground and like one shot and the lion is gone and Moj is just terrified like, like this, this dude is a monster he has like a devil fruit's power just like our captain because they didn't know it yet and then like Moj is like begging forgiveness and Luffy's like no like you already burned the dog special like yeah. you're done and he yeah. stretches his arms and brings Luffy uh, Moj to closer to him and punches Moshing down with in this like epic panel that I just love. It looks yeah. so violent and painful. It has such a power behind it. And we were talking about uh, before around when we started recording uh, One Piece anime, and like that was like one of the first disappointments in anime to me because I remember like excited for this scene to see the movement, and it's mm. exactly like that. Like you see the like. Uh, in the animation, you see he stretches and brings Moji closer, but then it cuts to a still image of the punch. Oh. And I was so disappointed because it's just a like shittier version of the one that I have in my comic book. Yeah. In, in, yeah. in the comic book, like it's it's a great panel and it shows like the the rage Luffy has because he enters the battle uh, just smiling and having fun, but when Moji starts to beg him, he's like, no. You see the rage in his eyes, and he puts like it all the rage into one punch, and takes Moji out with it. Yeah, I I really like like the punch. Like you can see the veins in his arms. Like usually when Luffy is drawn, he's he's very slender. You know, he's yeah. very. But like you you can see actually the biceps, the muscles, and you can you get the feeling like Luffy is really pissed off, and he's like putting all of his might in that punch yeah I, I i definitely agree like that so just just one of like uh it's like a very simple small... fight it's very simple fight luffy takes out both richie and moji with both like with one uh, attack each but it has mm. su such a great emotion it so that it becomes like uh a great action scene in my part because that is like uh, yeah. motivated by character very much and it's drawn gorgeously yeah yeah it's like Oda knows how to uh, make his panels like give 
a really great impact. Like in that punch, like I said, there's like veins in Luffy's arms, which gives it like more power. And when he's punching um, Mochi, like you can see the blood splatter like yeah. coming out of his face. It's And like you, you can see the, what do they call these like uh, sound effects? in the back and it's just yeah, like sound it, effect. It gives, yeah 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 sound effect bubbles and you can like feel the emotion you can feel the impact yeah. it shows that like uh sometimes in a comic book you don't always need like a super detailed long battle which is like yeah. one piece will have like great great long battles in it but sometimes yeah. just like few panels are enough if there's like uh if they're really uh, drawn in a great way with a like mm. power behind them, mm. and that's why like um. I love this like uh, you know it, it's like a great like uh, uh, I don't know it's like it's a scene that I always like come back to in my mind like yeah. when I think of early One Piece like Luffy punching Mochi out like there's something special about it. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It, like I think it's like uh, of these first two books, they're like uh, one of the best action scenes for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Mochi goes back defeated to Bookie's uh, Bookie's uh, base in the drinker bar, and uh, he tries to tell Bookie that like, hey, we underestimated this Luffy guy. Like he's 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 he tries to say rubber man and uh, he doesn't quite finish it. So yeah. they all hear it partially. I'm not so sure how it's translated in English, but uh, in Finnish, it's basically like, uh, oh, the, like uh, the, the crew is trying to like, guess like what Mochi meant. And then like Boogie is like, oh, see, I see what's going on. The guy is pranking with us. Or something like really? that. What's the translation you read? In, in the translation I read, uh, he he they ch- turned the rubber into a rough. So he's a rough man, eh? Oh, rough man. Like yeah, yeah, I <laughs> And Boogie's like fi- just pissed off, like. In in Finnish, like uh, kumi becomes kuje, so he kujele, oh. which means like oh. uh, making pranks or making fun out of us. So it kind of works. Works. Mm. There's a bit of a reach there. I'd like to like hear the original like Japanese like words, like how well those fit in. Yeah. And there's like this funny little panel where we see that like Emoji is like uh, barely conscious anymore, and he's crying, and he's he actually does say the whole word like "rubber man," mm. and it's like <laughs> just it's just funny how like uh, he tries to like. Uh, tell this important message to his crew, but Boogie is mad. Like these, these, these fucking kids are disrespecting yeah. him. Like he's like, like because like for him they are just like random kids with like pirate hunter Zoro with yeah. them. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna fucking like take this town down, shoot the whole like town to shit, and like he loads up another special Boogie cannonball and shoots another row of like buildings and one of those buildings ends up being the house of uh, Mayor Boodle Mayor Boodle who like uh, had Zoro sleeping in his house 
well, Zoro is fine. He's just like, what the fuck is this mess? Like, why is this? <laughs> why did this building collapse on me? And, While I was sleeping, yeah. Yeah, and Nami is shocked. Like, why did you survive? Like, humans should <laughs> die from that. <laughs> and uh, and here we also see like more of Poodle. He like tells how like the this town is only forty years old, and the old people of the town like when they were young they built this town after their previous town was also destroyed by a pirates pirate crew and like this treasure has uh jesus christ freudian sleep yeah uh this town has become like uh, his treasure and he's like mad that these pirates are destroying it and like disrespecting his work and yeah. he's like he's powerless inside it. But these three kids and a little dog are fighting like their asses off. And he's like, I'm done. And he's crying and yelling, and I'm gonna go and challenge Spooky to a fight. Yeah. And like Nami tries to stop him. Like you're like, uh, this is not a smart thing to do. And the mayor just like cries, like, Yeah, I know it's not, but I have to do this. And yeah, yeah, this is like a, another powerful scene where like. Uh, first again, it ties ag- again to the theme of the uh, story, the treasures, like just like Luffy, just like uh, Shushu with the uh, pet shop, pet food store, Boodle too has this uh, treasure with personal value that drives him to go and challenge this uh, powerful pirate captain with a devil's foot power who he yeah. knows like he has no chance against and like and uh, Luffy is like, uh, Nami is really worried, of course, like this old man, he's gonna like get himself killed. And Luffy is like, don't worry, me and Zoro got this, like, uh, we are not gonna like let this old man die because Luffy now like, just like uh, Shushu uh, earned his respect, this mayor has done it too now. And yeah. this is also when Luffy and Nami make the agreement that, okay, we are gonna become allies. Uh, Nami is not. Uh, Nami says like, like allies. I'm not gonna join your crew, but we can work together because we our goals have like uh, our goals meet. Like we both want to sail Grand Line. We both want to like. Uh, yeah. I I want money and you want like a navigator so we can like uh, work together. And. Uh, I like there's this small scene where they're like the three of them are like talking like Luffy, Zoro, and Nami like they're talking and making their alliance and walking slowly towards the pub, which I think it's like a nice, 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 nice introduction. Like, like uh, what's the name? Uh, the tension is rising and like everything is like going through like you know. <sighs> really bad in English today, but it's like all developing into this epic climax, which yeah, I really yeah. like. Basically, like One Piece does that a lot. Yeah, basically the, it's like time to go to go to yeah. the, like the third act is about the beginning, like the great yeah. fight at the end, and like we arrive to the scene and uh, Boodle is at the front of Drinker's pub and yelling like, Pookie, come down, like, I'm gonna take you out. And uh, first, we are introduced to uh, Bookie's uh, aide, 
Kabashi, who's like a, what is he? A juggler? Yeah, uh, yeah, a juggler, something like that. Uh, the acrobat, Kabaji the acrobat. So he's the acrobat. acrobat. Yeah. yeah. So he's like a, he's a swordsman that's riding a, a motorcycle, right? Mm. Motorcycle. It's like yeah. one wheel. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's like, ah, okay, hey, don't worry, Captain. Like, I can handle this, like, old dude. And uh, like, once again, the crew is like excited, like, oh yeah, we're gonna see like Kapachi's acrobatic show. <laughs> I'm like, like it's funny how like the crew like really like admires like uh, Kapachi yeah. and Moji, who are like uh, Bucky's like number one guys. Yeah. And, but but Bucky's like, no, 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 I was invited. Like this challenge was to me. But Bucky doesn't even like uh, honor the challenge. He just sent his because we remember he has chopped up powers he can just he just like uh split his hand off from him and he sent his arm and he with this floating arm he goes to Boodle's throat and lifts him up and starts choking him. Boodle mm -hmm. desperately tries to like hit the arm which we see like uh he's not very strong but he's still able to we see that the pain pain yeah. that goes into the uh split hand still like boogie feels everything. Like he's not immune yeah. to pain, even when his yeah. like body parts are separate from him. Which yeah. is an important point. And uh, <clears throat> and yeah, the, the crew is Bookie's crew is basically laughing at this man and uh, uh, Bookie finds uh, like, yeah. No, no, no. I I really enjoy that how the mayor is like constantly like telling Buggy to come down from the bub, like he's in the second floor or in the roof of the bub, and like to come down and fight him in like a duel, like honorable duel. And Buggy's like, why should I waste my time with like random old man? And we can see how like honorable, how serious uh, the mayor is. And like, as you said, like everybody's just laughing at, at yeah. him. And Luffy just comes back and is like, not taking any of that shit. Yeah, Luffy rips the hand off from Portal's uh, neck, and then it's like, okay, like Buki, like this is done enough. Like you're destroying this old man's treasure, yeah. and Buki's like, what the fuck? Like, this is not a treasure. Treasures are gold and diamonds and jewels yeah. and like everything that like runs the world around, and uh, which is like also also like. Uh, I once, like a long time ago, in an anime convention, there was like this uh, little One Piece panel where the guy was exactly talking about this, how like every, all the first like story arcs in One Piece are always like, there's this ideological like battle that must be mm. like solved with fists because it's the, it's like a, a comic book for boys. Which <laughs> yeah. is true. It is true. It is true. Yeah, I so, mean, like... Any, yeah. But the, yeah, that's like the uh, thematic, uh, uh, like the uh, battle in this. But anyway, uh, Luffy then knocks Boodle out, which is like kind of funny. Like it looks like like he just bangs his head, like because oh, otherwise yeah. he like figured like like okay, Boodle is gonna mm. otherwise like be reckless and like get himself killed. And Nami's like, what the fuck are you doing? And they are like, yeah, yeah we're we're pirates, like. That this is what we do. Like this guy was danger to himself. 
and now he's no longer in our way because this is our fight now. Mm. Which is like there's this funny way of like Luffy caring without caring, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I completely agree. Like like he says that the old man was on his way because he wants to fight Boogie. So it's always, uh, yeah. al- al- always like, is he serious or is he like protecting? Because Zoro reads it like, oh, yeah, you're, you did the right thing. Like, guy was danger to himself. Like, mm. let's and handle this. And um, Luffy has a really selfish way of handling like situations like that. Like, he has a really selfish way of caring. Like, he cares about the mayor, but at the same time, it, he really wants to be that's not out of buggy, so he doesn't care, like, if if the mayor gets in his way, he's gonna, like, just remove him, I guess, from the situation, yeah. but it's like, yeah, he, he cares about, like, I understand what you say, 100%. But I really liked how he uh, challenged uh, Buggy into the duel by yelling, like, hey, you big nose. Oh yeah, get down there. Yeah, Luffy of course <laughs> always say, says what's on his mind, so yeah. he straight up mocks Bookie for having this big red nose, and like yeah. Bookie of course is not having this this fucking oh. kid. <laughs> and uh, what Bookie does is like he once again brings up his cannon and like uh, shoots another special uh, Bookie cannonball to towards Luffy, and like. Uh, then we see uh, another classic Luffy technique, which is gum gum balloon, where he basically uh, inhales so much air in his body that he becomes this big ball, big, big rubber ball, and the cannonball just bounces back to Boogie and his crew, destroying the whole pub and mm. taking out all of like uh, Boogie's men, except uh, Boogie and his aide Kabachi. Who uh, they the boat like uh, we see they use their comrades as human shields, which we see again like Bookie is a cool man in here, yeah, and like he has very little concern to his comrades. We see also uh, this ruckus wakes Moji up, and he's like, "Uh, Captain, Captain, you have to have to be careful. This man is made of rubber, and Bookie is like, Yeah, why the fuck didn't you tell me earlier? And Mochi is having the first day of his life because first yeah. he got punched, his pet got like, oh, we have to mention Kapachi used, used Richie the Lion as his human shield. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's having the worst. His lion has been beaten up, and now his captain takes him from his, like, uh, chest and throws him towards Luffy. And Luffy's like, I already won you, get the fuck out, and kicks Mochi in the face. Sending him to the uh, side street, and it's just like I'm starting to feel sorry for Mochi at this. Really, after what he did to the dog? No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) I mean, I don't. No, I actually. It's the first day ever. Like, remember when all his crew like looked up to him, and it was like Mochi's beast show was up, and like. He thought that he was going to get the head of Rodazoro, but then this fucking guy in a straw just keeps beating on him. 
I really like how Oda is drawing his faces. It, it kind of gives him like a bit of sympathy, like see his face in shock and in tears and just like, like I said, having the worst day of his life. Yeah. And like just being treated as like nothing, just just a yeah. random scrub. This panel of like Luffy kicking Moji in the face, it's just like another pure like... It doesn't yeah. have the same emotion as the earlier because now it's like Luffy's like, yeah, I've already like, uh, yeah. I'm already done with you. So it's like kicking him aside, but still a really yeah. great panel with blood bursting from uh, Morty's mouth and uh, his face getting all twisted from the from the Luffy's leg, and uh, it's just beautiful. Yeah. And right away from there, Kabachi is on the move with his motorcycle. He rides towards Luffy and tries to stab him with his sword, but this is when Zoro interferes and uh, Zoro is like, uh, you're a swordsman, so I'm taking you out. Luffy is first like, uh, maybe you shouldn't, you're wounded, but Zoro's like, no, 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 that's my job. I'm, I'm, I'm your like, uh, I'm the swordsman and I can't like lose to any swordsman, yeah. swordsman in my life to achieve my own co- goal. Yeah. And we... At the same time, Nami decides that, like, yeah, I'm gonna go around because, like, this fighting is not my thing. Like, yeah. if you beat this, then we continue our alliance. If, if you don't, then I'm gonna, like, get away with Bookie's money. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, fight uh, starts with uh, between Kabaji and Zoro. And uh, Kabaji, as a, like, uh, acrobat, he He's riding motorcycle, as we thought. He also has, is all, always juggling these, like, uh, what are they? they uh, oh, goddammit, they're like, Beyblades. Play, Beyblades, play <laughs> play what are Beyblades <laughs> like? Uh, wait, let me, let me Google quickly, it's Hura in in, in, in Yeah, it, it is Hura in Finnish, it's like, uh, you know, little toys that go around. Uh, Any, anyway, basically. Yo, tops. That's funny. Because Mega Man has top man. Oh yes, of course. course. What are your top ten tops? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) and also like we see the difference between like Kabachi is a swordsman, but he's also like a acrobat and like a juggler and whatnot, like a circus uh, uh, performer basically. And he like blows fire from his face, and he like makes like a uh, smoke by uh uh blah. how does it he does it he moves his swords cuts their ground and like throws yeah. sand so that the, yeah. there's dust all over and yeah. he's basically like using this fancy tricks and all and he keeps on kicking Zoro in the wound that Pookie made earlier selling and like you got nothing on me like you're just a piece of little shit and uh mm. And uh, it looks really painful to the uh, guys on the side. But then what happens is like, Zoro is like, Kabaji is like, yeah, that's like a wound. Like, that's okay. Like a reason to like get beaten on by me. But Zoro is like, Zoro is dissing Kabaji this whole life, the lifetime. Like, yeah. if I lose to you, I need to like quit being swordsman. What he does is then is like, he cuts himself with his sword and makes the wound even bigger because he's like, yeah. okay, now we are even. Because yeah, like, is... 
Hmm? No, I, I just really love the macho-ness of, of Zoro. Like, just, yeah. He, he's just such a badass. He's like the resident badass of the series. Like, when, when Oda, like, wants to show, like, really great shonen, like, you know, badassery, he usually picks Zoro. And his character just works perfect for that. Shonen means a Japanese comic for... Uh, uh, aimed at little ki- uh, boys. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like we don't, we never know what our audience feels. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So definitely. I figured I, just in case we have like, uh, people listening who are not uh, yeah. annoying little weebos. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, Zoro is definitely a badass here, and like he's, oh, even though like it looks like he's. Uh, taking a lot of heat and this guy is kicking him in the boot. He's still mm. always, uh, the whole time on top of him. Like, he's like mm. disrespecting him, you're nothing. And I like just cut myself so that like, you have any chance against me. Yeah. And we also yeah. have a little scene like, uh, Gabashi uses his special technique where he writes into the air, air with his, uh, writes a wall and then goes to the air and then like comes like, uh, down very hard with his sword and uh, mm. at, he, at this point like Buki tries to interfere by uh, sending his uh, hand to grab Zoro from the leg and like hold him but then Buki steps on uh, Buki's hand is like yeah keep away from Zoro's match like this is a yeah. fight between swordsmen yeah Zoro then like uh, dodges uh, Kapati's attack quite easily and then he's like yeah I'm tired and and Kappa just like oh yeah I bet you are like you you have so much like you're losing so blood much loss. blood and yeah and like Captain did a really bad number on you then Zoro is like yeah no I'm just tired of your fucking stupid tricks and he just punches <laughs> punches Kapati away from his motorcycle and Kappa is like oh yeah okay well then we will like uh, end this with an honest uh, strike of a sword. And this is when, like, yeah. Zoro uses uh, his uh, three-sword style technique and, like, just one attack and Kabaji is down. He uses yeah. a technique called uh, Onigiri in Japanese. I think uh translation I saw for it was uh, Ogre Slasher or something like that. And, uh, you know, the for me... Tra- yeah. For me, the longest time, I always thought that it meant uh, the rice cakes. Remember, he was eating in the first book. It does. It means uh, yeah. rice. Onigiri is also the food. It's yeah. a food. It's a pun. Yeah. The uh, Soros attacks are usually like some sort of puns. In Finnish, the attack is called bypass surgery. That's a bad thing. <laughs> because... Uh, in Finnish, ohitusleikkaus, it sounds like uh, like you're going by someone and cutting them, but it's also name of the uh, surgery, so there's like a double meaning to it. Like, I guess that's why like Soros attacks are hard to like translate mm-hmm. because they all, all, all always have like the like onigiri is the food, but it's also like a, a slicing up an ogre or yeah. other kind of monster. Anyway. 
uh, do you have like thoughts on this little battle between Kabachi and Zoro? I've been just mostly uh, just describing this. And no, it's just like like said, it's absolutely amazing how much Zoro like just disrespects Kabachi and like doesn't consider him as any type of threat. I think he took the most damage from that fight by like causing him that, that to himself. So yeah, yeah, it was just like, like incredible. And I really liked how it ended. Like Kabaji is just like bleeding. It's like, oh, these, these common thieves, oh, what the hell is happening? And yeah. then like Zoro just like, it's like pirates, we're not thieves. And yeah, just, like, that is badass. like important because he makes like Buki know that like, we are not like just anybody. We are actually like your rivals and you should yeah. take us seriously. And uh, yeah. Zoro himself also like decides that like yeah I'm I'm wounded I will take a nap now like uh, Luffy you take care of but, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Zoro versus Kabaji is uh, like a really fun fight because like you see all of like Kabaji's silly tricks and like the circus team comes uh, comes from it like uh, mm-hmm. or uh, motif rather than team I guess I'm not sure yeah. words what are they but like uh, yeah. the circus motif comes very like clear from it and it's like Zoro's first like proper one versus one battle in one piece and uh, and it just ends like like the him being a total badass. Yeah. And then like uh, Yeah, did, did you have something else about no, 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 say, no, no, about no. this fight? I, um, no, I just like you said everything I really wanted to say. I I I've always really liked how Kabaji was fighting. I always thought it was like really cool, all of the tricks. And like, I remember yeah. when I was first reading, I was like, wow, he's breathing fire now. Oh my God, he's doing that. And then just mm-hmm. Zoro like destroys it out of like, I felt like an idiot. Like, for <laughs> Kabaji I was like, I, I guess it's not that cool, I guess. Because it was all for nothing. Zoro <laughs> was re- disrespecting you too. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, well, I guess. But hey, I guess who was... isn't? Who isn't? <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, fair fight ends, and uh, then, then, then we have uh, Buki and uh, Luffy's fight is about to about to begin, and Buki's like, uh, "What the fuck? You call yourself like pirates?" And Luffy's like, "Yeah, give me the map of Grand Line." And, is like you have no idea what you're talking about. Like you just don't go there and have fun. Like that. it's it's yeah. pirate graveyard. And then Luffy's like, yeah, but I'm gonna become the uh, pirate king, which Boogie is not having at all. Like this fucking little kid is not like yeah. like I'm the one who's going to like collect all the treasures of the world and become the like, richest pirate around. Yeah. Which like uh, well, let's just say without spoiling, like knowing. Uh, as the series goes on, we learn more of Boogie and his history, and like there's a, I think knowing it gives more weights to his like why he feels like uh, so angered by like this little pirate, like thinking he can become the pirate king. Yeah, I I agree. Like all of the disrespect he's feeling and all of the anger he's feeling. I, I, I agree, like, it, it, it gives it more, like, clarity, like, why he's feeling that way. But I also, like, find it really hilarious that, like, Buggy's goal was to go back to Grand Line and, like, 
him knowing everything and us later on knowing how dangerous of a sea Grand Line is. Like, I always find it, like, funny that he actually wants to go back there. Because it feels like he's doing very well in East Blue compared to Grand Line. Yeah, East Blue is the sea where we are now for those who are reading One Piece for the first time. Yeah. It's called East Blue, and that's what uh, Amin was referring to here. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I can understand that, but, like, I also, like, understand that he has ambition, so, of course, he's going to mm. the Grand Line, like all ambitious pirates. But, uh, yeah, then uh, at the end, in the last panels, we also, Boogie also mentions that the, the hat Luffy is wearing reminds me of one annoying red hair head. And mm. we have, like, first reference that the Boogie might have known Shanks. And that ends the volume two. And uh, uh, do you have, like, other, like, overall... Uh, what's on your mind? Thoughts? Yeah. Overall, um, I really liked it. It was very streamlined. This book, it it all was like one saga, like one story structure, like you know, one plot point, like Luffy and the gang and the Orange Town and the main antagonist being Buggy. It it wasn't like in the book one where we had like the prologue and we had the Alvinda and then we went to the other town. What is it called? And I'm really uh, bad at remembering town. the shells down. Yeah. Yeah, so they it, don't. It, they don't mention the uh, town names in these uh, yeah. books. Anyways, they are not that yeah. important. Yeah. yeah, but it felt more disjointed. But in here, it, it was like very streamlined, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, one second. One second. What? We are recording. Jesus Christ. Okay, so I have to fill in. Well, I also like really like the second book a much like uh like i said in the beginning like these battles we are shorter than i remembered but they always like uh made the point they wanted and there was like yeah. emotion and i think the uh theme of treasures is uh pretty good in it and it's re- yeah. very much like uh something we already saw in the second version of romance dawn that i appreciate it and it has like fun action and fun humor and like Pookie uh, is a really gr- uh, great fun uh, villain for Luffy being sort of like the, as we discussed, opposite of him in powers and also very much in philosophies too. Yeah, I, I, I really liked how, I feel like Buggy is like the first proper antagonist of the series and like Oda didn't really shy away from giving him really bizarre power mm. with the chop chop fruit and yeah yeah and uh, i also like uh, what was i about to say uh jesus christ yeah book is a really great villain and uh well i forget what i was about to say i'm sorry about <laughs> well, that uh but yeah uh overall like yeah i like this again but yeah there are some like things that like are uh very like early one piece that we don't uh see that much anymore like look a boogie shooting uh he's like a comrade with a cannon like that's not boogie later and we very rarely see something that cool 
done anymore unless it's like by really really monstrous characters uh. and like in a stat sense like Oda has matured a bit and also uh, yeah also one thing it's interesting here like Buki is told like he's obsessed with cannons and he uses them a lot but that doesn't come back that much at all actually yeah which yeah. is like oh, on, on the other there aren't like situations where they, it would, would, would have fit, fit either but uh, just in, interesting something that I always remembered but that's like normal I think like uh, yeah especially characters. like yeah please go please yeah like you're maybe not like I mean like the uh, other can like maybe forgot some traits or also like they I don't know what I'm talking about like they those sort of situations don't even come up that after with Boogie, so it might be just that too. Mm, mm. I, I feel like characters they 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 change, they mature while the story is evolving and they evolve with it. So maybe like Oda just thought like okay, it's not it, it takes away from the devil fruit of Buggy if he uses cannons all the time. Yeah, but also like he stuff. he isn't hasn't been in a place where there are cannons. Yeah, that's also true. That's so, like, maybe in that sense, I'm just talking out of my ass. Nah. That's fine, it happens. Just thinking out loud. <laughs> but anyway, overall, like, really nice experience going back to yeah. the second yeah. volume of One Piece. And uh, next time, we are going to the uh, third book, which is in in Wiz, it's called The Lie Rejector, and the Japanese title is Things That Can't Be Faked, and uh, in Finnish title is Yhdestä en valehtele, which means uh, one thing I won't lie about. Mm. And uh, it consists of chapters uh, 18 to 26. 18 to 26. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And uh, for now, uh, this has been your Captain Ossie with me, my first mate, and the ship's doctor, Amin. Uh, say Yay. goodbye. Yes, goodbye, guys. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah, and as always, uh, we are sending you all love and respect. Bye-bye. Um,